you've reached the Entertainment Hotline, a chatter podcast. Listen and celebs dial in to chat with Anita Annabelle, chatter.com.au and Media Week's Head of Entertainment. Ben, it's so good to meet you. Thanks, hey. Are you a big fan? I'm a huge, like <laughs> I'm Not a me. huge fan of you, Ben. Yeah, <laughs> no, say that. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Below Deck. I have watched every single episode of every single iteration of Below Deck ever. Wow, that's that borderline crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. And I'm not even going to take offense to that because it absolutely is. Um, because it's amazing. I mean, how can you not? I mean, I watch a lot of reality TV for a living, but it is possibly the best reality TV show, in my opinion. It's very interesting, isn't it? I think because it's um, it's a lot of what happens on the workplace that people can relate to. Like it's uh, it's not just like a reality TV, like a Love Island or a Maths or something, you know, because it's not sort of based around the reality of it. It's uh, it's more so there's a job there, you have to do that, then all the drama comes with it. That is so true because I used to work in hospitality. So That's it's so like relatable. triggering AF for me. Yeah, because you're like, oh, that happened with so-and-so. Oh, I've got a similar situation in my workspace. Like that's that's why it's so relatable, I think. And I had romances with my co-workers. So <laughs> Oh, you didn't. <laughs> well, no, you didn't. Oh my God, you did. The Christmas parties? They're usually yeah. the one. <laughs> also, because you work in such close proximity with each other, of course you're gonna have romances. You know, hospitality is like that. And that is what below deck is. But can we yeah. talk about, I, you know what, well, let's talk about the romances that you've been engrossed in in your below deck no, tenure. Okay, so no, you've no. had Camille last year, which I don't want to talk about. I mean, I do, but I don't. Don't mention her name. <laughs> but I do want to talk about this season. So with these boatmancers, I mean, yeah. you must have learned a few lessons from having one with Camille. What's it like now having another one this season? Yeah, you know what, it was, um, it was definitely... A, a massive learning curve with Camille. But the best part about the the both men's with was with, with with Camille was that she was in a different department, right? So I I could like have the boat man's with her and then she could go another way. So um you don't get to, you know, you get to Fraser can deal with her. Lessons learnt weren't kind of learnt for the right reasons. I'm just learning whole new lessons. But at least you had fun doing it, right? Yeah, of course. I mean it's always it's fun. There's always uh you're in tight quarters with one another and everybody has a need, you know, and sometimes needs just need to be filled. And that's, that's sort of how it rolls in boats. I think what is, it's like statistics about 99% don't work out, but 1% do. So yeah, very slim. <laughs> Any below deck boatmancers have lasted except for Gary and Daisy, who I'm convinced are just I, yeah. each other. I don't, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you on that. Um, I don't think, I think the only other one that I can remember is probably something that Malia had or something that. um, Oh, no, but Malia was already in a relationship. She was with the chef already. Come on, Ben. I know, right? I got to catch up on all this stuff. (laughs) I mean, but nobody watches a show about their work, right? No, exactly. Why would you? Why would you watch it? Horrible. Let's talk about you and Fraser because in the trailer we see that you and Fraser have a few heated words, which I'm really devil about because I really like Fraser. But you insert yourself into some interior drama. Why? And tell me more. Always. I mean, I've just told everyone, I don't go, I never go looking for the drama. Like I'm not, I'm just more cheeky. I, I tend to stir the pot a little bit with the people I know that I can do it with. Um, and Fraser and I kind of having that brotherly relationship already, excuse me, 
it's just a like a a comforting presence with him. So I know I can like tease him a little bit more, to be honest. And I think he's just very much, uh, uh, especially with with season ten, he, Ross. He kind of had um, he was able to to make Ross do a few things that he wanted to suit his benefit. And then I sort of know Fraser a little bit better working with him before below deck. And I just kind of like, you know what, maybe I'll stand up to you a bit more than Ross does. So, and I think he didn't like that. You worked with Fraser previously before going on the show. Yeah, I did. Fraser was the one that, and you know, ultimately convinced me to do below deck in the long run. So uh, he was, uh, yeah, we're very close from the get go. I think I knew that. Wait, we knew that, didn't we? We knew that from the episode, yeah, from the f- last season. I was like, oh, my God, something I didn't know, but no, we didn't know. <laughs> Damn it, we did know, know. it. <laughs> but Captain Kerry has replaced Captain Lee, which is so yeah. sad to see Captain Lee go. Talk to me about the difference between Captain Kerry and Captain Lee and what are their main differences and are there any new rules that have come on board? I know. It's, um, it's good to see another Aussie. For starters, I was kind of flying the flag solo last season, so it's kind of good to have another one there to work with, uh, which is, it kind of really helped with the crew because a lot of them don't understand a lot of Aussie slang, um, so I was kind of the translator a bit there, but uh, it's good to have a fresh uh, a fresh presence, I guess, on on um, St. David. You know, I've worked with three captains now. Jeez, I'd I know the boat better than most, than most of them. Um, so that was kind of nice working with him. He's, uh, very professional in what he does. He's just more, he's got a few more rules than Captain Lee, I think, because Lee, Lee knows that everyone goes out and has a, a good time. And so does Sandy, but you got to, you got to be able to, uh, just to back yourself up the next day. Whereas Kerry's a bit more, he's a bit more detail orientated, I guess. He very much watches you a little bit more closely. I think, uh, he, um, has his own opinions based on your performance and how you react in situations. So uh, he's, yeah, he's got a few new rules. And obviously the one that you see is uh, Fraser kissing one of the charter guests. And that's obviously a big no-no for Captain Kerry. Um, not saying that it is a is a yes for Lee and Sandy, but all the captains have a big no-no with that. But um, And also in America, it's like we say, would you say hooking up with, like a kiss is a hooking up with, whereas like. That's the thing. I noticed, I noticed that he said hooked up with a guest and I was like, yeah. Must have been a night shift then, Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's very different with the Aussies and the Americans. I think hooking up to to Brits and to Aussies is just making out, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Hooking up to Americans is, you know, going to third base. So I think right. very much, it's, like, it's like the thong situation, you know, what's a thong? <laughs> so. But that's interesting. I want to know something. So predominantly US and Brits. Uh, yachties we alongside you like you said last year you were the only one but yeah. I want to know is there like a big difference in work ethic or the way that they work like who do you think is better us or the rest of the world <laughs> you know what I think I've I've worked on an all Aussie and Kiwi boat before um and I just I think that's the absolute dream team you can't get anything better than that I, I would probably say they're, we're very different. It's more so in the sense of humor. Um, British humor is very dry and Aussies is more like a larrikin kind of vibe. And I don't think that the Brits kind of receive that too well um, or it takes them a little bit longer to get used to that. But I'm, I would say I'm just being biased here and being part of the deck team. You know, I'd probably say that Aussies and Aussies and Kiwis and, and obviously Scottish, the new Scottish that you see. Um, yeah. On board file, where he's uh, probably the hardest worker I've ever seen. So, um, yeah, I think it just depends on your background and where you're brought up. But, yeah, I'd be biased with the Aussies and the Kiwis for sure. Love that. Flag, <laughs> flying our flag very high and very well. Um, yeah. I do have a question about Bosun Jared. Oh, yes. Mr. Mister Jared. 
<laughs> oh, Mr. Jared, what was he like? Because it looks like, okay, I have a little confession to make. Oh. I read the synopsis for episode two, which is wildly on the internet. Oh, yeah. And it looks like there are issues with Jared. What's your relationship like with Jared? It's very, you know, going into the season after season 10, I'd worked previously, I'd worked as a bosun after I stepped off season 10 and, you know, had all the heartbreak with Camille and all that drama. Um, I went and worked as a bosun and coming back on board, I'd actually stepped down a position back in the lead deckhand. So I think from the start, I very much was was judging him on everything that he did. So um, it was very much, uh, I probably wouldn't say it was the friendliest of relationships with Jared from the get-go. It was more of a competitive relationship. Um, but yeah, I think... I think I just more so wanted to help him out than anything because I knew that that Kerry would come in, you know, guns blazing because he's a new captain on a, on a with a new crew on a new boat um, that he has no idea who who anybody is and how people gel together. So I think I think Jared was definitely in a in the hot seat, and I just kind of wanted him to, you know, succeed as as well as anybody else did. But um, yeah, as you'll see, Jared uh, he has certain ways of doing things, and maybe Kerry just doesn't agree with those. I love how diplomatic you are. That was a beautifully diplomatic answer. <laughs> <laughs> you gave me a little bit. You gave me some. I kind of can read between the lines, not yeah. too much, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed your answer. But also you, I, I did wonder why you weren't both in this season. I thought the same thing too. You know, I don't think because um, I'd, uh, I was very comfortable working with Ross from last season and he was fantastic. You know, Ross is probably one of the smartest persons I've ever worked with other than his drinking choices. Um, <laughs> was, you know, and his, and his, and his female choices. And his female. Well, yeah. his way he, the way he is with female is his, his yes. choices. Yes. Yes. But he was very smart and, um, you know, very, he just, he knows how to, to deal with people, I think, Ross, um, which is fantastic. And I think that's one thing that maybe Jared wasn't as experienced in. So, Because uh, Jared's a small boat captain, right? So he's come from smaller boats that aren't uh, this big. He probably has a deckhand or, or two that work with him. And he's not used to having a, you know, a full department to manage and, and work with another team. So, um, yeah, I think he, he was just very much out of touch with a lot of the things on the big super yachts. Wow. Okay. Now, before you leave... Yeah. I do want to just ask you five this or that questions. Is okay. that okay? I think so. All right, you ready? Yeah. <clears throat> this or that. Your boat mounts with Camille in season 10 or your boat mounts in season 11? Oh, I'm going to have season 11. Captain Lee or Captain Kerry? I'd probably say all three of them. I know, I know. I love Captain Sandy. She's one of my faves. She's one of my boat mamas. She's the best. Below deck or below deck down under? You know what? I really would like to work with Captain Jason. So I think maybe below deck down under, although I love the Caribbean, so I don't know how I could ever leave. I am obsessed with that. Do you think we'll see you on below deck down under anytime soon? I'd love to be, but you know what? I think it's it's up to, yeah, I've, I've put my, yeah, I'd like to put my name in the ring for it, but I just... I've not got any, any nibbles on it yet. That's the problem. Uh, we would love to see you on Below Deck Down I Under. I mean, I've got three captains under my belt. What about the other two? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just get all of them. <laughs> just, do, just do the rounds. Tick them all off, do the rounds. Okay. <laughs> Sounds what? bad out of context, doesn't it? Tick them all off. <laughs> <laughs> A few more notches on your belt. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my final one. Which job do you think is harder, interior or exterior? Deck team, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna. 
be diplomatic on that one. Deck team for for the win, always. Why? Because they work inside with the aircon. I mean, all they have to do is fold pillows and serve some food. I mean, we're doing the heavy labor. That's that's the real. We we're the engine of the boat. Ben. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Don't tell Fraser, but but he he agrees deep down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you do do a lot of the heavy lifting. I totally get it. But sometimes customer service. I don't know. I know you got to give it to them though. Like a main, a big part of the charter season is obviously the guest experience, and I'm so glad that I can send them inside after a water sports day and just say, Fraser, your problem now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's there's a, a slide on the motor yacht St. David, isn't there? The oh, slide. slide. Oh, yes. that yes. always looks so painful. I swear the producers put holes in it or something. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you what, it feels like it is. Um, I put that thing up. A few too many times myself, which is a pain in the ass. So usually, <laughs> but when you got to do it yourself, you know that it's a busy charter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's yeah. give it to all the other plebs. This has been amazing. I'm so glad I got to chat to you. I'm a huge fan, as you can tell. Huge fan of you now, as Thank well you. as yeah. the show. Yes, of course. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for calling the Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle. You can find us on Instagram at the entertainment underscore hotline pod or visit us at chatter.com.au. The Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle is a proud Chatter podcast.